This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. <laughs> Welcome back. BetQL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G with you on a football Friday morning. we got a lot to get to. Eddie Gross of FanDuel later on in the show. Let's start diving into it, Joe. Every NFL game we'll hit on for Week 18. We just gave some strategies on maybe how to approach the board, but let's talk about each individual game here. We'll start mm-hmm. with some early games with playoff implications, which always are more fun. The Chiefs and the Broncos on Saturday is the first game of the weekend. It is tomorrow. The number has moved, Joe. You were you were kind of hinting at, at the idea of maybe being on the Broncos at 10, 10 and a half. Well, we are now up to 11 yeah. and a half. The Chiefs are the favorite. Total of 45 and a half in the game. Um, the number's getting high now. I mean, I have no doubt the Chiefs are going to win the game if they try, and I think they're going to try. The, I mean, the line's telling us they're going to play their guys. We're not getting any sort of intel they're not. Otherwise, this line would not be going this way. It's a very big number to lay with a road team. Last time these teams played, I remember I was on the Broncos getting nine, I think it was, or ten. I think it was ten in Kansas mm-hmm. City maybe five weeks ago on a Sunday night, and they should have covered. I mean, they, they, had, they had a pick six go the, the other way. I was frustrated that that loss, but that was Bridgewater playing. That was Teddy Covers playing. This is Drew Locke. Chiefs need help to get the one. Need Tennessee to lose. Mahomes has never lost to Denver. He is 8-0 straight up. He's covered six of those games. The Chiefs have won 12 in a row against the Denver Broncos. Wow. They've covered almost all of those games. Yeah. I, it didn't feel great watching the Chiefs get held to three points against the Bengals in the second half, but you've got to think since they're the first game of the weekend and, you know, there's no scoreboard watching in this scenario, they're going to come out firing. And what do we have on the other side? We have a good Broncos defense. We have Vic Fangio fighting for his job. However, we got word yesterday that Broncos secondary is going to be missing Sertan and Darby. Ouch. Ouch. And here's Mahomes. Tyreek, Kelsey on the other side. They want to get things right. They're they're likely not going to have their bye, so they want to get rolling going into the playoffs. They do have something to play for, and it's, I mean, it's Mahomes and it's Drew Locke. So, yes, you're right. The Chiefs are going to win, but are they going to cover this hefty number? Now, earlier in the week, the Broncos brought a number of their players off the COVID list. So I, I think if available, they're going to be going for it here again. Vic Fangio and players want good tape out there. We we talked about how 
you know, these teams that are already eliminated going against teams fighting for something, it doesn't mean they lay down. Okay, beat us and also cover right. the point spread. So if I'm doing anything at this current number, I'm only considering Denver. But I, I can't recommend that when the Chiefs have something to play for and they're going to have at least a full week to rest for the playoffs. And it's Mahomes against a beat-up Broncos secondary. I just can't recommend that. And, and I got Drew Locke. If you're betting on this game and you're betting on the Chiefs, you're betting against Drew Locke more than anything else. So Drew Locke, if you go back to last year, week one, he's made 15 starts. Now, obviously, he's been in that, the lineup. He lost his job. But it, over two years, he basically has a sample of one year as a full starter. So they've been outscored by about a, a little more than a touchdown per game with him as a starter. Like, you're, you're in the whole seven points a game with him. And that's against the league, right? Not just against Mahomes. If I had to make a play, I would I would take the Chiefs side, but I'm not I'm not yeah. gonna bet this game. It's doesn't 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 this one have 31 to 13 written all yes. over it? Yeah. yeah, and then Drew Locke never starts again, or at least unless there's an accident, he never starts again for the Denver Broncos. His two starts uh, this year, 13 points, make it three, right? Yeah, that that's a lot, and and he's um he's just not good. If Bridgewater was in there and the Broncos were healthy, well, this number would be different, but I feel like this would be a competitive game in Denver. It is not that, Joe. Let's go to Saturday night. The second mm -hmm. game of Saturday. <laughs> Speaking of competitive, I don't know who's going to compete in this game. It, it just the more the week goes on on both sides has a very preseason feel to it. Uh, Nick Sirianni very vague yesterday about who's going to play. I wouldn't be fooled if you see something about Jason Kelsey starting. He has a consecutive game streak. I think they want to get him on the field to start the game if he's cleared from the COVID protocol. But um, Landon Dickerson, the Eagles' left guard, been out of practice all week. Their right tackle, Lane Johnson, out of practice all week. If, if they're down two or three offensive linemen, there's no chance. I think they put Jalen Hurts behind a backup offensive line. Dallas has COVID issues. This number's jumped all over the place. It was two and a half to start or three and a half around there to start. Jumped to seven when the Eagles kind of put the, the COVID guy list together with 12 players. Now we're back to four and a half. I don't know what to do with this. We started the week by me asking you, why are your Eagles and the Cowboys in primetime on Saturday? And we're ending the week with me asking you, why are the Eagles and Cowboys in prime time on Saturday? I mean, really? And people are going to bet on it. Yeah, I guess. It was seven. Like you mentioned, it was seven. Now we're down to four and a half. That's more realistic. Would the Eagles be mad if they win? <laughs> because they can. Think so. Yeah, I, it doesn't affect them. Like They, they, they could be the six yeah. or seven seed, but it really is dependent on the Niners, what they do. It's, it's like not like they can control who they play. The be the Cowboys' best players are on the COVID list. In case anybody didn't didn't notice, Parsons, and you, Tyron and Smith, you, and you know what that means? That means they're good for the playoffs. They're good. Same thing with the Eagles. So. Dallas yep. Goddard and Kelsey and and Fletcher Cox. It's interesting wow. what happened this week. So they've taken COVID and made it a competitive advantage for the playoffs with the new rules. I mean, it's interesting to the perspective of this, right? Like if. If, if we think a certain percentage of the population and even higher in an NFL locker room is just walking around with this and is asymptomatic, hey, go mm -hmm. volunteer to get tested, guys. Go volunteer. Then you don't have to get tested yep. again for 90 days. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys, if you don't know, they're likely the four seed. They can be the two, but you need Tampa to lose, L.A. Rams to lose, Arizona to lose. Ain't happening. This is why would Jerry Jones and McCarthy come out and say we're playing our dudes? Like, why? Makes no sense. Right. So they're going to be the big liars of the week. We're probably going to throw them in jail. Um, and I want to throw them all in jail because 
actually the NFL should go in jail for putting this game in prime time. This is going to be horrendous. And then people are going to be mad, mad online. Here's what I'm doing. I'm not watching the game. I'm not betting the game. Your Saturday night is free. No college football and no real NFL action. I will fall asleep in the second half. I know it. I, I, I'll and this fall is what asleep. you do. You cover the Eagles for a living. Right. Yeah. And this whole week in Philadelphia has felt like the Eagles have a bye. They're the first 9-17 and 17 with a bye. We're talking about a playoff <laughs> game next week. We don't even know who they're playing because this right. game is meaningless. Um, I, if, if I had to pick a side, I'd pick Dallas if they're going to play Dak. But who knows? I mean, I, I would not. Dak. That would be idiotic. That's yeah, a fireable I, offense. I, ha- I would not put a dime on this game. No. I, I just stay away from this. Do not bet it. Do not bet Do it. Not. Nothing interesting here. All right, here's one that is interesting from a couple perspectives. Tennessee Titans, 10-point favorites on the road in Houston against the Texans. Now, the Texans beat them in Tennessee about five weeks ago. Total in the game is 43. What is the latest on Derrick Henry? They've opened the practice window. I don't think he's going to play this weekend. I don't think so. Yeah, okay. they designated him to return. Right, that's the 21-day but, but practice window. There are people talking. Uh, it doesn't look in great shape, which makes a lot of sense. Well, so he's a bigger you, guy that couldn't run for three months, two months. Do you want him to take some hits? You know, I big picture, I thought about this yesterday. I wonder if the Derrick Henry return is going to not be what people think, right? If he's not in great shape and they force feed it two weeks from now in a playoff game, it might not work out the way Tennessee wants it to. It's it's a, Of course you want your best players back, but this is a weird return, like, We need you to be a workhorse, but are you physically ready to be a workhorse? I don't know. Well, think about Henry in any season when he's being Derrick Henry. When is he at his best? Late in the year, after he really gets going through September and October, once we get to the winter months is when you don't want to face him barreling down on you in cold weather. That's a big disadvantage if you're the defense. If he's right. We don't know if he's right. But he... He needs time to get going a lot of these seasons, and he's not going to have that. Let's not forget that Foreman was fantastic this past week. That is one of the best offensive lines in football. So I'm not trying to take anything away from Derrick Henry, and I'm not saying that he's replaceable, but Foreman was good enough. He's looked really good, and he's gotten better every single week, kind of like Henry. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. They're the number one seed if they win. I think if they win, Mike Vrabel is going to be your coach of the year, and you could still find him as the third favorite overall. Uh, the number's too large, though. I mean, Tennessee, I for the most part, they don't run away from teams. We saw it last week in Miami. Do you think it's going to happen again? I'm not quite sure. Uh, co- contract incentives for Rex Burkhead. So I'm going to keep an eye on this. Are they going to give Burkhead run? Because they could just sit him or give him limited action and get away with it since they have so many mediocre running backs. If he plays 30% of the offensive snaps, he gets 125K. If he has 103 total yards, he gets 125K. So I'm curious to see how they how they uh, use Rex Burkhead, if at all. And uh, I'll be t- I might take a look at some of those player pops 
But uh, Tennessee's certainly going to win. The question is, are they going to cover? Would you tease them? We're not getting it below the three. The number's probably only going to go up. But um, you, you know me. I, I've been established as if I'm saying take Houston, you probably don't want to take Houston because that's the team I just can't figure out. But I'm with you on this one. I, I think 10's a lot of points here. And the biggest reason is Davis Mills. I mean, Davis Mills has been a solid quarterback, maybe above average quarterback for the past month. Look at his numbers. 96.8 passer rating, 68 completion percentage. He plays like that on Sunday. I don't think Houston's getting blown out of this game. I I think they're Mm -hmm. in this. I think this is a close game. I would take the Texans with the points, but the Titans have to find a way to win. I mean, that would be – think about deflating. If they somehow got upset here and and the Chiefs stole the one seed, they have to win this game. And you mentioned motivation earlier in the first segment, teams that need it. I think they get the game. I wouldn't – you know, I'm sure Aaron, who's not feeling great today, is listening. Well, if she is, if she wants to put the Titans in I'm, <laughs> I'm sure the Titans in a money line parlay, I, I'm not afraid of that. I think they'll find a way to win the game. Yeah, they are they are tough to figure out. Earlier in the year, we, we saw the Texans at home hang around against New England. Uh, we, we saw them smoke the Chargers a couple of weeks ago at home. Those are some playoff teams. Yeah. So you don't you don't know when this Texans team is gonna pop at home. All right, let's talk Steelers-Ravens. The number's down to four and a half. At least some people are on the Ravens moving this number down. It was five and a half Pittsburgh favored by, uh, excuse me, Ravens favored by five and a half. It's come down the other way. Money on the Steelers to move this to four and a half, which makes sense. We said it yesterday. The number's too big. But I I wanted to bring this up. I I texted it to you guys yesterday. How about Wink Martindale? He's a listener to the show we found out yesterday. He talked at the podium about how the Ravens are not done. They just need a three-leg parlay to hit, and he meant he obviously meant the teams they need to lose. So if they win, they make the playoffs. I think they need what? They need the Colts to lose. They need the Raiders to beat the Chargers. And I believe one more outcome goes their way, and the Ravens can make the playoffs with a victory. They they need what what'd you say? Colts and Chargers lose? And Miami. Colts, Colts Chargers, Miami. That's a three-leg parlay, yes. Wow. Four leg because Baltimore's got to win well, too. <laughs> I guess he was assuming he, he could pull that. Right. Yeah, he has control over that one. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like we're in on this one, but the others, we do need some help here. We should take a look at that. Some of these scenarios, mm. if you do the parlay for for things to go their way, what are what are some of the odds on this stuff? Like with the uh, with the Ravens one, or on the other side with the Steelers, because the Steelers need to win, Colts need to lose, but then. I mean, we'll just assume that Chargers Raiders does not end in a tie because that could screw them, which would be hilarious. 40 to one on the Ravens make the playoffs parlay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I did see that. So Lamar's out, right? He did not practice again on Thursday. Hollywood Brown, I'm sick of playing this game. So that means he's probably going to play. We're always waiting on Harbaugh. I'm assuming he's not fun. He's not playing. The thing is with that, that Ravens defense, man, you can make a case that They've been the worst defense in football over the last couple of months. So, can a washed-up Ben off the high of the big Ben Roethlisberger game on Monday night, last one at Heinz Field, can he do enough? Um, Deontay Johnson went on the COVID list yesterday. Joe Hayden goes on the COVID list a couple of days ago. But I'm just trying not to overthink it, as gross as it is. And you've, you're getting more than a field goal in this series, and it's the backup quarterback for the Ravens. I've got to take the Steelers, and I hate every second of it, but I, I've just got to. 
we, we talked about yesterday, the Action Network had the number 17-2 and two ATS, the underdog, in this series when the line is more than a field goal. It's amazing. Um, couple other notes. T.J. Watt, breaking the record? Yes. He needs one yesterday. and a half sacks. Some spots have that at yes at minus 200. So people agree with you. And, and I think you're right. T.J. Watt will break the record. Uh, Mark Andrews, this one's interesting. Statistical milestone for Andrews. Now, Huntley, you would assume he's going to be looking for Andrews. If he gets 141 receiving yards, he sets the single-season record for a tight end. That is doable against this Steelers secondary. Is he the best tight end that doesn't get talked about with the other great tight ends? Like, we, we, yes. we know about Kittle. We know about Kelsey. He's up there. He's been remarkable. Yeah. We always talk about them not having any receivers. Well, they have Mark Andrews. And it's about Lamar, and I understand all of that. But, yeah, right. for some reason, he flies under the radar on an excellent team from year to year. Yeah, and he does it without a great throwing quarterback. They don't have a great passing game, efficient passing game. Yet he puts up a ton of numbers. Joe O, Joe G, we got a lot to talk about here on the show. All the Week 18 games, props, those kind of statistical milestones. You need to know to bet on the props for this weekend. Ed Egros later in the show right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.